4: Donald Trump and his MAGA Republicans are determined to destroy American democracy, and I will always defend, protect, and fight for our democracy. President Biden also mentioned Donald Trump's affinity for dictators abroad, saying this, I will not side with dictators like Putin. Maybe Trump and his MAGA friends can bow down and praise him, but I will not and regarding the threat of domestic violent extremism, linked to an ex-president and allies who direct violent rhetoric at anyone who they consider to be in their opposition. President Biden said this, quote, I want the entire nation to join me in sending the strongest, clearest, most powerful message possible, that political violence in America is never, never, never acceptable. The dividing lines between democracy and authoritarianism here in the United States and around the world this is where we start today with some of our favorite experts and friends. Former U.S. Senator Claire McCaskill is here with us, plus the former lead investigator for the January 6th Select Committee. Tim Hapy is here joining us in a few minutes as he wrestles with New York City traffic is our friend John Heilman. Um, let me start with you, Tim Hafey. I, I went back and looked at all of Liz Cheney's, not all, but some of Liz Cheney's most memorable um, sort of public pronouncements and the un, underneath all of them seemed to be almost an anger sliding on desperation um, for her own party to say out, li- out loud what they saw with their own eyes. It comes out in Mitt Romney's biography, which we've seen exerted in The Atlantic in the last couple of weeks. Um, it comes out now in President Biden's call for everyone to simply draw the line at saying, no, political violence is never the answer. A lot of the Republicans who are voicing opposition to
5: funding, more funding for Ukraine, aren't making those conditions. You know, some of them are people like Speaker McCarthy is talking about wanting to know where it's going, but several of them, them are not. They're not saying they have questions. They're just saying no more funding, period. Right. And I, I think that's uh, still not in the, the majority um, but I will say that uh, um, I think it is in our national security interest uh, for Ukraine to win. But we need to see a plan, and perhaps Congress should be drafting the plan for victory. And, and I think that's one of the bigger issues here, is that we don't want a, a long dragged out war. Putin wants a war of attrition, and that's what he's getting right now. And the longer this drags out, the more difficult it's going to be, because he knows he can drive the will of the American people down and perhaps our European uh, partners, I want to see Ukraine win because it has enormous stakes from a national security standpoint. It will directly impact how Chairman Xi and China views Taiwan. So now we have the largest invasion in Europe since World War II, greatest threats to the Pacific. Um, And if we don't get this right, we're going to find ourselves having to commit U.S. troops which so far we haven't had to commit one U.S. soldier.
6: Or to uh, commiserate about, oh, House Republicans continue oh. to fight amongst themselves over two critical bills to fund the military and full government. On the government funding front, a vote planned for yesterday was scrapped after roughly a dozen Republicans said they would not support it. And some Freedom Caucus members are threatening to oust Speaker Kevin la, McCarthy la, if la. their demands are not la. met. They are very important.
7: Wow, you're so important. Why don't you try it?
6: Then 11 days left before government funding expires and a full shutdown begins. Regarding the military spending bill, five Republicans joined all Democrats to kill a vote just to debate the defense funding measure. All five cited spending as their main reason for voting no. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and some Republican members who represent Biden 1 districts aired their frustrations yesterday.
0: Yeah, you're asking me a lot of questions. I'd go ask the phone. Why are they voting against being... Think about what they're voting against. They're voting against even bringing to have a discussion about it, to vote on. If you're opposed to the bill, vote against the bill at the end. You've got a, more than 170 amendments, you can change it if you don't like it. But the idea that you vote against a rule to even bring it up, that makes sense.
2: I'm disappointed. I am pissed off. Our inability to bring this package to a floor vote because of these five individuals who decided to put their personal agendas ahead of the basic requirements of our troops is extremely upsetting to us it is a bad look to not be able to get a rule through the through the floor
5: and when you do that what you've effectively done is hand the keys of the majority over to the minority this is not uh conservative republicanism this is stupidity uh the idea that we're going to shut the government down uh, when we don't control the Senate, we don't control the White House. These people can't define a win. They don't know how to take yes for an answer. Uh, it's a clown show. You keep running lunatics, you're going to be in this position.
7: Start By talking about what you grappled with, with a once conservative party that turned to hard right, populist, anti-immigrant, you say here, that displayed rampant cynicism, ignorance,
8: glibness and sheer incompetence. What's the cure for all of that? I think the real cure is that the center or the more moderate people need to sort their act out. I think I hate the populace deeply. I resigned from parliament. I, I lost my seat because of it. But when I reflect on it, it's not just the fault of the populist like Boris Johnson. It's the fault of us. We were not communicating well enough. We weren't leading the country well enough. And we created the opportunity for the populace to come back. And this is true in the United States, it's true in Britain. It's true across Europe. It's, it's terrifying, and it's to do with many things from the economy to social media. But I think this is the big challenge of the next decade.
7: Tell, tell me, why is it that mainstream Republicans, what uh, I used to call main street Republicans, independents and Democrats in the United States, as well as Tories and uh, some Tories and, and, and some some member of members of the Labour Party, Why do we have such a hard time dealing with the firehood of falsehoods, whether they're coming from Boris Johnson's office or Donald Trump's office, Boris Johnson's campaign, Brexit's campaign or Donald Trump's campaign? They're revealed to be lies by video. They're revealed to be lies as time passes. And yet. Uh, so many uh, people in Britain and the United States stay
8: with these populists who have been caught in lie after lie after lie? I I think part of the answer is that there's a little bit of truth hidden in those lies. And, And the truth is that the economic system let a lot of people down. The 2008 financial crisis revealed that there were big problems in our economies. I think our democracy wasn't performing for many people. I think Iraq and Afghanistan were humiliating messes. And of course, the populace exploit that kernel of truth. Their solutions are ridiculous, they're grotesque, they're often racist, they're divisive. But part of the problem is that moderates like myself, yes, we need to stand up to the populace, but we also need a very clear, bold, emotionally compelling new message of where to take people's future rather than simply trying to defend the past. You know what's so good about all this? If that's
0: the best they're going to put up, Morning Mika and Joe, her side piece, Joe, and the Brit, the moderate Brit, Tory. If that's what they're going to put up against the populist nationalist. Oh, happy day. It's uh, Wednesday, 20 September, year of our Lord, 2023. You can tell it is a total and complete meltdown by the Uniparty, party, by the cartel. As we've been telling you, it would be Um The one kind of truth, you know, in the fog of war, you got to make sure you got complete and total clarity. Steve Collinson, and I just put this up on Getter just as we came on air. Steve Collinson, and you never see this guy on CNN. You never see him on TV, right? He's the writer at the CNN site. He is by far, if you rolled up all the other people at CNN combined, they're not as smart as this guy. Now, this guy is a true Trump hater and MAGA hater. But he's very smart. His article today talks about uh, a couple of gimmicks they're thinking of on the on the uh, by the moderates to basically work with the Democrats and, and to get this convoluted thing to get everything rejected and to push through this bill. But he goes in and he he actually talks about what this fight's about. He talks about this fight. He mentions it three times in the article. I just put it up on Getter. It's about massive spending cuts. This is why the defense bill didn't get to the floor yesterday. This is why the CR died, is blown up. They're not even talking about that now. They're looking for other alternatives. We were promised and there was a commitment that through the appropriations process and regular order of going through each of these appropriation bills and getting out the woke, getting out the weaponized and getting out the unnecessary and having massive cuts and Massey and others said this was going to happen and they lied and McCarthy lied. They just want to bundle it all up. That's still what it gets back to. Just remember, in all the media you see on Fox and everything you see on CNN, oh, it's a government shutdown, government shutdown. They're all running around putting mics in people's faces. They never talk about the central issue, the central issue that you as head of the creditors committee always keep in the front of your mind. There's five trillion dollars that comes in, in cash and there's seven trillion dollars that goes out. And that gap, that $2 trillion gap, now in perpetuity because they don't want to show any financial models. They don't want to show you anything. That gap is unbridgeable right now, and that's what this fight is about. The country is on the precipice of a point of no return. Tom Massey last night sent out a tweet and said he he was mocking Trump. Trump in 18 about the border wall, about a CR. CR had the border wall in it. And I was going to put up, I didn't have time. Uh, Massey, back when that was put up, the national debt was $21 trillion. It's 33 today, going to 37 quickly. Uh, the deficit that year was projected to be $400 billion, but it was $700 billion. As bad as things were, and they were bad, they were manageable if we got on top of it, and we did not. I want to bring in Jack Bissower. By the way, Mitch McConnell, I don't think I have the clip. Mitch McConnell yesterday, we had the clip. Let me play one clip before I get Poso in here. Uh, Poso, we talked about it before. Let's hear the clip.
9: Well, we're waiting to see what the House is going to do on a uh, continuing resolution. I think all of you know I'm not a fan of government shutdowns. I've seen a few of them over the years. They never have produced a policy change, and they've always been a loser for Republicans uh, politically. On another issue, we uh, looking that is forward to a bal- seeing that
0: is a, that is a bald That is a bald-faced lie. Mike Lee and Ted Cruz led the revolt in 2013. I think it was Jack Masopa. Count me out here. Matt Boyle. I was running Breitbart at the time. Matt Boyle, Tony Lee with my weapons. Uh, that that shutdown led to a nine seat pickup. I believe it was in the Senate. It gave Mitch McConnell his job in 2014. Mitch McConnell is the leader because of that shutdown, directly related to the to the, to the firestorm over Obamacare. Jack Masopa, we got a minute or two. I want to hold all your Ukraine stuff till we get. The break, but give me your where we are right now in the meltdown of the uniparty.
2: Yeah, Steve, I actually remember that. So that was October 2013, that government shutdown. I was working in the intelligence community at that point, And I remember we were all taking turns, you know, okay, you're going to be gone a couple of days, you're going to be in, then you're going to be out this day, you're going to be out that day. Uh, most people went home. Here's the dirty little secret. When the federal government in Washington, D.C. is shut down and employees are asked to stay home, guess what? Everything is fine. The government is fine. The country is fine. Life goes on because you've got thousands of these employees that are working that are considered essential. But then suddenly, just like when when Musk fired all those people at Twitter, something Twitter still works. Guess what? So Obama and we know put out the statement saying we have to make people find a way to uh to believe the government's actually shut down that's why they were shutting down the monuments the world war ii monument and then the veterans that came in on the honor flight knocked down the barricades and went into the monument anyway (laughs) they said we came to dc to see the monument we're going in it was a complete joke they looked foolish obama looked foolish I think that Republicans would have the same exact victory. And then, of course, they went on to win the 2014 100%. midterms. Huge pickups we- in the Senate. All of this predicated on the momentum that started with the government the- shutdown.
0: First off, we we flipped, we, fl- we flipped the Senate. Mitch McConnell got his job because of the 2014 election. He sat right there and lied to you. This forcing the regime to shut down their own illegitimate government is a win, a big win. Jack Basovic with the dark basement of Ukraine next in the war room. The former KGB colonel, Vladimir Putin, who, by the way, is no friend of the United States, called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS conference in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of Of the u.s dollar it's the first shoe to fall we call this the de-dollarization movement now as demand for the dollar weakens the buying power of the dollar weakens that is why birch gold group is busier than ever investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax sheltered ira Text BANNON, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. With thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings text bannon to 989898 that's bannon at 989898 to claim your free information kit use your agency do it today
10: toward example is children children Unfortunately, various terrorist groups abduct children to put pressure on their families and societies. But never before the mass kidnapping and deportation would become a part of the government policy. Not until now. We know the names of tens of thousands of children and have evidence on hundreds of thousands of others kidnapped by Russia in the occupied territories of Ukraine and later deported. The International Criminal Court issued arrest warrant for Putin for this crime. And we are trying to get children back home. But time, time goes by. What will happen with them? What will happen to them? Those children in Russia are taught to hate Ukraine. And all ties with their families are broken. And this is clearly a genocide. When hatred is weaponized against one nation, it never stops there.
2: Here, if you want to add, uh, I'd like to help out the Morot people with my own, my dossier, my entry on the hit list there. Go ahead and add this part that the organ trafficker that was found in Ukraine that has now put out this video, which we've translated. You can go to humanevents.com and see this. He's naming the fact that employees of the Ministry of Education were involved in this, that uh, people that were directly known to the government that were funded by Ukrainian tax dollars, which guess what that means? They're funded by American tax dollars, including the name of the charity organization that went into this boarding school for orphans. You know what the charity was called? Heart of Love. The charity was called Heart of Love. And it was a front, according to the organ trafficker, for child trafficking and child organ trafficking. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer joins us now. Uh, Tony, when when we're hearing this type of information come out. Tony Schaefer, the the,
0: the great Tony Schaefer from Intel. Um, So, Jack, and and help me out here, brother. Um, Zelensky admits there's tens of thousands. It kind of garbles it. It's tens of thousands of children and hundreds of thousands of others. Or it's a hundred thousand children. Anyway, he admits there are uh, a huge amount of missing children. Now he asserts that they've been kidnapped and they're in Russia, but we don't know that. To me, that ought to be. Uh, and the questions for you know about the questions today for Zelensky when he gets up Thursday is number one: uh, we know the use source of proceeds American taxpayers. Use of proceeds – because and you notice I didn't say NATO or the wealthy in Switzerland or in Sweden or the, the uh, Buckingham Palace, the, all the – there's you know, still a lot of royalty, deadbeat royalty in Europe. You don't see any of those guys pitching. It's you, the taxpayer. It's MAGA. So you're the source of funds. The use of funds, we don't know. We, it, it, you know, Some went to weapons. We don't know how much was stolen. He's fired all his defense chiefs. Something's up there. They fired all the guys in charge of recruiting because they were taking kickbacks. That, But we also got to find out, and we got to ask hard questions. Where are the kids? He admits there's tens to hundreds of thousands of missing kids, children. You've got evidence that there's a massive child sex uh, and really rape and torture ring, plus organ harvesting. So should we not demand, as a as a, just an entry-level discussion, for him to go through and tell us where the children are?
2: Look, Steve, when you're talking about issues like this in this part of the world, we have to understand that the reporting on Ukraine that was done prior to 2022, and, and not just Ukraine, but many countries in the Black Sea region, has always been known as a hub for child trafficking, for sex trafficking, and also, yes, for organ trafficking. Uh, This is being done where children are targeted, then brought live, by the way. The organs have to be harvested while the children are still alive. And then they're sold down to the highest bidder. Uh, A lot of these you find in the Middle East. A lot of these you find in other parts of Western Europe at the same time. Whoa, now, whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: uh, whoa, 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 done... whoa, 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 hang on, whoa, ho, ho, ho hang on, hang on, hang on. Hit rewind. Explain to our audience, what do you mean? We've done this in the Chinese situation, but I want to be very specific because in the Chinese situation, it's not specifically kids. They're organ harvesting from Falun Gong, from, from the Muslims, from the evangelical Christians, from the from the people fighting for freedom mainly adults at least that's what's it coming out of the CCP you're walk me through when you're saying that they're harvested live how does one harvest from a little child or a baby how do you how do you or how do you harvest an organ live sir
2: well steve you got to understand that what they're doing is they're look so for an organ to to be matched and of course in here in the US we have very developed organ banks for this Uh, You have to have the proper blood type. You have to have a match. You have to have a healthy organ, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We know we need all these things. Now, many of these countries, including China, by the way, the organ bank services, but China's trying also, by the way, to set up uh, clone organs for the purposes of this. This There's a whole separate conversation. But uh, what they're doing is they're looking at these kids not as not as a child. They're looking at, okay, this one is a positive. This one's a negative B, O, et cetera, universal donor. Uh, they're looking at the children as a menu. And so, all right, we know this kid's got two healthy kidneys. This one's got two lungs. This one's got another couple of pieces here. And then you match the child with what the purchaser, so what the organ uh, receiver is looking for. That's what the traffickers are doing. And so they'll target the children. And so th- what they're doing in in at least according to our reporting for from humanevents.com, and everyone can go see this, that they were using this front charity known as Heart of Love and a boarding school right on the border with Slovakia that was tied into orphanages, that was tied into parents who had been killed, parents who were missing. Steve, it was also tied into surrogacy centers. And so this has, done, this has been reported widely that Ukraine is one of the top countries for surrogates. Well, Steve, what they'll do sometimes is they'll send a report back saying, oh, there was a problem with your surrogacy, Uh, the child didn't make it, the fetus didn't attach, the embryo, etc., complications, miscarriage, stillbirth, etc. And then the person, wherever they are in the world, gets a report back saying, oh, it didn't work. But actually, that's not the truth. In fact, in some of these cases, the child was born and then the child that no one knows about and isn't registered anywhere gets sent into one of these organizations. And again, as horrific as this sounds, this is all coming directly from a video recorded in prison by an arrested child trafficker in Ukraine everyone can go see it everyone can read the subtitles we've had it translated twice we've had it do- checked and double checked and you can go see these are his words these are not mine uh, he talks about Ministry of Education employees and inf- officials being involved in this he talks about police being involved with this they say the children get sent oh there' they're they're told oh we're gonna we're gonna go we've got an adoption run in Western Europe we take 23 at a time well Steve I don't know if you ever worked in or, or done any adoptions or know anyone who's gone through adoptions, but uh, you don't do have mass adoptions. That's not how that works. It's usually one-to-one. So what they're doing is they're taking the children around as a sort of menu that they're offering to people around the world, and then twenty three or 25 go out, 23 come back. Then 20 go out, 15 come back. Some go out for one night. They come back the next morning. Uh, police officers being involved. They use the summer, the winter holidays, etc. All of this. And by the way, Steve, <clears throat> this is going back to 2014. This goes back years. And so what this war has done is only exacerbated the situation because now you've got missing children all over the place. You've got parents who were killed. You've got children that were separated. Now, in many of these cases with Russia, Russia, of course, claims that these are evacuations. Uh, and displaced people's camps, trying to get the chi- the kids to safety. On the other side, this very same situation, this is what the International Criminal Court has issued their warrant on Vladimir Putin. That's why I couldn't go to the BRICS meeting. It's over this very issue, because they're saying Russia isn't giving the information out as to where these kids are. These are the children of the Donbas, these are the children of the, the Russian speaking side, where Ukraine, and this is one of the reasons I was put on this uh, hit list, that Ukraine has been shelling them for years and blaming it on the Russians. This is the exact same situation that happened when Blinken was over there with Victoria Nuland just a couple of weeks ago. I report it. They call me a liar. They put me on this hit list. And now you got this, this freak, Mike Cirillo calls himself Sarah now. Uh, saying that they're going to hunt me down. That even then, even the New York Times comes out and says, "No, this was definitely a Ukrainian missile." So, Steve, at the bottom line here is that even Zelensky, there at the United Nations, admits that there are tens or potentially hundreds of thousands of missing children coming out of Ukraine, and that's the being used as as Tim Ballard, Kay. another guy they're trying to take out right now, ha- as being used yeah. as harvest season no, c- for the traffickers. C- c-
0: K- Kaviso Kaviso told me Kaviso we we've had number of meetings with Jim Kaviso told me the Ukraine's the, the center of much of this it's the, it's the heart of darkness of this this and, and Zelensky's admitted the amount now uh, Jack and I got to hold you through the break I know you got to go but this is too important real quickly what is Jack Basobic just in this we'll leave the assassination attempt to after the break in this regard. What what should McCarthy and the Republicans demand of Zelensky when they meet with him? Give me 45 seconds on that. About the children. Well, the, number one, there's, there's no money,
2: no money that comes out until this question is answered. That's obviously number one. Number two, uh, we've got to have American investigators going in there, looking through everything with full access, full access, boots on the ground. And then finally— it's, it's simple, the way you stop this is by stopping the war. Because by stopping the war, then everything goes back to zero, everything resets, and we can finally just try to get some kind of accounting as to what's going on with the children. Number three, by the way, you've got to go into these baby farms, these baby factory surrogate centers that are running illegally in Ukraine. People are doing this, it's completely off the books. They say the kid didn't make it, but actually it turns out that they're sending them over to these child and organ traffickers. Wow. This is disgusting, wow. this is sick. And we need to put a stop to it because our tax dollars are
0: funding it. You're underwriting this, folks. Remember, you, you are underwriting this. Right now, they got you underwriting this. It's all about to change. Short break. Pasobic, Natalie Winners, Darren Beatty, Murderers Road next in the war room. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property and equity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90 percent of your net worth of average American's net worth is in their home. And home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24-7 shield around your home's title. Let me repeat, a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week 365-day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action.
9: That, uh,
5: um, I think it is in our national security interest uh, for Ukraine to win. But we need to see a plan, and perhaps Congress will be drafting the plan for victory. And, and I think that's one of the bigger issues here is that we don't want a long, dragged-out
0: war. Putin, hang on. Let me have it. I want to just cut that. I want to cut it tight. That's perfect. A Jack Basovac case. First off, and in, in, nobody knows this area of the country, world better than Basovac. That's an American. Trust me. Except for Victoria Newland and those people that are. I'll Unless let she you. She knows
2: it a lot more than me because she's the com- one who's doing
0: I'll, it. Well, I. I, I yeah, and I'd, 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 I'd ask where her allegiance, the audience, to come to their own. Is she an American? I'm not sure. We'd have to check. Lies. And I got to, I got, a, I got a, The open question. Very open question. Um, and by the way, that is what this Congress should be doing also. The deep investigation. Where is that? Oh, next week we're going to get the impeachment. We're going to get, you know, we're going to get a. Uh, We're going to get a, uh, you know, finally, uh, subpoenas, all of it. It's nine months too late. we got to start. and let's start the process. I hope Stefanik steps in there and gets some order. Garland's live testimony in front of the House when he starts getting lit up, because he's defiant today. His opening statement, he's up in your face. Daring, daring Congress to step in and defund DOJ. So this is what it's about. It's about defunding, defanging, de-weaponizing, and massive cuts. Massive cuts. Let's do regular order in the appropriations. Let's see who all the liars are who promise these cuts. Let's get it on right now. We won. Jack Posobiec, it, it, before I get back to Ukraine, in 2014, we had one of the biggest victories. It was the predicate to 2016. We ha- we took the Senate. Mitch McConnell, that clown's job, and he ought to be removed immediately. That clown's job was because of the shutdown of of the heroes Mike Lee and Ted Cruz, and they were viciously vilified. And I know that because Breitbart was at the center of that, just like the Worms, the center of this. And the great Matt Boyle and Tony Lee and others were hammering it every day. And we won that. Obama lost it. We took the Senate. We held the House and took the Senate. This is why when Trump won, they come from behind in 16. Hey, baby, we had the House and the Senate. We had all the government for one short moment in time predicated upon the victory of 14 predicated upon the shutdown we can win shutdowns and here's the reason they hide all the information they're running around oh it's a shutdown it's a shutdown it's a shutdown the central issue is the financial implosion of the united states of america and tom massey when he sent that ridiculous tweet last night when trump said that the debt was 21 trillion dollars the deficit that you're supposed to be 400 billion that's chump change now turn it to be 700 billion this total spending was only four trillion. Only four trillion it was four trillion dollars. You're 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 going back to ancient Rome. Talk about today, brother, when you screwed the country, you and people in Connect and Kentucky ought to hold you responsible and turf you out. Because if you had held to your values, the whole rule wouldn't have passed and so we wouldn't have the debt ceiling deal. The debt ceiling deal is on the shoulders of Tom Massey. And Massey, I thought they taught you to count at MIT. Clearly. They didn't, or you missed that lesson, Pasovic. We got McCall. This is how out of control these people are. You have McCall, and by the way, McCall should not do. Uh, he should not do interviews after the sun is over the yard arm. Do you agree, Jack Pasovic? After the sun is over the yard arm, McCall, <laughs> McCarthy, and those guys should take the mic away. They should. He should do early mornings. You know, after a cup of coffee, nursing a hangover. That's when he should do it. Because yesterday was not his best. He's calling. On this show, we have demanded that the House force Biden to come on the War Powers Act, which I'm not even sure is constitutional, the best we got. And make the case to Congress for this. Make the case for Congress. Why are we there? What is the plan? Why is this not Vietnam? Why is this not Afghanistan? Why is this not Iraq? We've lost enough men and women. We've spent enough money. We spread ourselves all over the map. Come and do it. McCall sits there, Jack. McCall says the Congress should write a plan, should draft a plan for victory. The United States Congress, the House of Representatives, the Republican majority should draft. We should craft a plan for victory in Ukraine, sir.
2: Well, I can talk about a victory in Ukraine because the victory in Ukraine that we need, that they should be talking about, is a victory for the Ukrainian families and especially the Ukrainian children. Because you hear these people up there, and I think it was the Washington Post, they said something about how, oh, the, every, the, everything is working in Ukraine, everything is great, maybe in foreign policy. But, the, you know, except for the United States, the empire is running hard, Russia is putting up their forces. In fact, the only people that are losing are the Ukrainian people. Oh, what the Ukrainian people are losing? Oh, you mean the children that are going lost. You mean the women that are being lost? You mean the men that are fighting at the front lines that are being sent into the meat grinder of the bloodlands in the east? You're going to send them over for... And you see these little blips, these little... They say, oh, look at the blue. We've taken back Rabatina. We've taken back this hill. We've taken back a couple of shacks out in a, you know, in a pasture somewhere down there in southern Ukraine. Meanwhile, the Russians are completely dug in. This is exactly the fight that they wanted. And they're sitting there wondering why it is that the Ukrainian army and Zelensky is sending them all to their deaths the same way he sent all the deaths of the people to Bakhmut up when they were up against Prigozhin when he was still running the show. And so, no, I don't think that they are winning for the Ukrainian people. Victory for the Ukrainian people means they stop dying and the children's organs stop being harvested. That's victory in Ukraine.
0: Jack, what are we going to do? Zelensky is here with the Beggar Bowl this week. And, and Brian Donald said it best. There's no money. We got a two trillion dollar deficit, dude. There's all kind of Ukrainian stuff packed into this budget, and that's why the defense budget shouldn't be passed, one of the many reasons. But another $24 billion supplemental in your face, we don't even know what the money's going for, and they put you on an assassination list. What are you demanding of Zelensky in the House about this assassination that has put you and your lovely family, your young, beautiful wife, and your two great kids at risk here, sir?
2: Look, Steve, it's, it's not just about me, it's about every American that's on that list. There's an American right now that the State Department last night confirmed to Breitbart.com uh, Gonzalo Lira that is being held hostage in a Ukrainian prison. Why would the U.S. House, I'd love to go up to any of these Congress, especially the Republicans, because I'm harder on them than I am the Democrats, because that's my side, and the effectiveness of a lobbying institution should be based on the leverage it has over its own side. Why are we giving another penny to a government that is holding an American blogger, an American reporter in prison for his words? Why? Why is Gonzalo Lira not been released? Why is he not being talked about extradition? Why hasn't the U.S. embassy gotten involved when Blinken's over there, when Victoria Nuland's over there? Did they even ask about him? Did they even mention this? It's an absolute affront, Steve. If We all know how this would be uh, playing out if this were Russia, if this were China, if this were Iran. You got the hostages back for on $6 billion. $6 billion for Iran, but you won't do anything for the American citizens that are held in Ukraine. Every American should be taken off that list, full apology and restitution to anyone or any family that has been affected by this.
0: Uh, so we got to talk afterwards, we got to get you some security under no circumstances that beautiful family of yours uh, be attacked. And this is where we are now, a country we've given 140 billion dollars. Can we play? I tell you what, let's play Mitch McConnell, and then I want to get the freak up, the freak with the bad wig. Uh, just so, but, but so, let's play McConnell again. I want to just go back in time. Here's the thing. They're lying to your face, properly structured and properly laid out, and make the case that the country is about to jump, about to fall off the cliff, about to fall off the cliff. We can win shutdowns. People hate this government. They hate the spending. Every poll's out there. There's a new poll from Rasmussen coming out today. Thirty-three percent of the Democrats, a third of the Democrats would vote for Bobby. A third of the Democrats, at least in this poll. Would vote for Bobby Kennedy in a, in a general election if he ran third party? Hello? Hello? Uh, let's, play, let's, play, let's play McConnell lying to your face.
9: Well, we're waiting to see what the House is going to do on a, a continuing resolution. I think all of you know I'm not a fan of government shutdowns. I've seen a few of them over the years. They never have produced a policy change. And they've always been a loser for Republicans uh, politically. On another
7: Stop issue... Right there.
0: That is a bald-faced lie. That decrepit, evil old man is in his position because of the shutdown of 2013. The heroes of Mike Lee of Utah and Ted Cruz of Texas leading a shutdown. And i got to give a hat tip to Breitbart at the time. It was amazing. Matt Boyle was all over this. And uh, I just wish Matt Boyle would join us join us on our current crusade. Um, the, um, the the shutdown was a massive. We held the house. Think picked up. We held the house and took the Senate. That was the predicate for the Trump Revolution in sixteen. This is why. Why do you think at Breitbart? I knew the Trump was going to be the man in fourteen and fifteen. Coming off of this, it's not brain surgery. They're going to lie to your face right there because they're so afraid of what the uniparty in the media says. They're liars and they're incompetent liars. Jack Posobiec.
2: Look, Steve, we, re- we remember the turnout. The American people responded to this message of economic populism. And you're right. It was first championed by those Republicans in October 2013, led to the red wave of 2014. Nine Senate seats, nine Senate seats, many of which were flips, by the way, um, and then 13 seats in the House. Huge red wave election. Because the American people are sick of their money being wasted. They're sick of their money being sent overseas. They're sick of their money going to help people who are not American citizens. That's what the America First message is all about. Economic populist nationalism. And when you look at these situations that we get ourselves into. Uh, remember, this is back when Barack Obama was fun and, and you had Republicans like John McCain, who was around back then, we don't say that guy's name anymore. Uh, like McCain and Lindsey Graham and Rubio. and Remember this: we're gonna we're gonna go fund the moderate jihadis. Remember moderate jihadis in Syria to knock off Assad. Then we're gonna fund the moderate jihadis in Libya to take out Gaddafi, yep. uh, the best direct dictator in the world. And then you've got all these all this other stuff going. On. It it leads to the creation yep. of ISIS. And now look at who we are yep. funding in ukraine yeah. you look at who we're funding so when i sit there steve i'm and not trump, worried about trump, and trump had to take down on the, this uh, list yeah i'm not worried about okay, being on the list. By the way, i'm not worried about this because i'll tell you something i'll tell you something right now I'll tell you something right now because every night we pray that the sword of saint michael strikes down these demons before us and the sword of saint michael will defend us in this
0: it will tell you the basobics that's a role model family Blockbuster News, Rand Paul just came out. Even as we speak, Rand Paul came out and said, under no circumstances, and in the Senate one guy could be like, under no circumstances will anything go forward that has a penny to Ukraine. We're winning this one, baby. I want to leave with, let's get, I want to get this freak, with the freak with the bad wig. People don't understand the pressure. This is why Posobic and the family and his beautiful wife and tough wife and smarter than Pasobic, you know, Pasobic married up. This is why they're a role model. You don't understand the pressure. They're they're under pressure of assassination. Think about that. A mom with a couple of little kids. The husband. Let's let's see what this freak. And this comes from Zelensky's government. What you're paying for. Let's hear it. Let's see it. Simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly. Next week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder. And their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy as the world will see a favorite Kremlin propagandist pay for their crimes. And this puppet of Putin is only the first. Russia's war criminal propagandists will all be hunted down and justice
1: will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God, liberty and complete liberation.
0: Jack, uh, what's your social media? How did they get to the show, brother? I know today's gonna be red hot human
2: events it's 2 p.m we're going to get into it and and my response to Zelensky and his government anyone who's dealing with these demons here's what's going to happen the sword of saint michael will come for you are you ready for what happens when the sword of saint michael the archangel comes for you
0: amen brother jack vasovic american patriot and hero back in the CCP! I am the last person on earth to nag your, about your diet. I think you can see I don't always make the healthiest food choices either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower b- blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens every morning. Unlike the others, each fruit and each vegetable and field of greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust field of greens to help me stay healthy. Field of greens works fast. You feel better with more energy, and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier, too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take field of greens. Now, let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. More energy. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And you'll get what the Mayo Clinic says is what you need in fruits and vegetables every day. Fieldofgreens.com. Code Bannon. Take agency. Do it today. Action, action, action. This is Leah Thomas. He's a male that claims he's a woman,
5: and he won an NCAA title last year at the Women's Swimming and Diving Championships. This is the trophy that Thomas and I tied for. It's a trophy that Thomas got to take home, and I went home empty-handed. And this is trans rights activist Andy Bashir. He vetoed legislation that would
0: ban men from competing in women's sports. And this is Daniel Cameron. He's running against Andy Bashir. He'll protect women and our sports. OK, in the 30 front war, this is another thing that these freaks uh, they're doing, they're putting these freaks in to, uh, to p- compete against women. You got to understand, for her to get there, this is what Captain Bannon, M- Malcolm Gladwell wrote this book years ago c- about excellence. Ten- it takes 10,000 hours. He calculated 10,000 hours to basically understand your craft and be able to start to perfect it. 10,000 hours. Roughly, I think that's five years of your life. 10,000 hours. How many times was she, she in the pool? Her parents take her at 5 o'clock in the morning before school to get in that cold pool, and every day, the discipline. This is why women's sports has been so amazing for helping build this country. The character and the determination, Mo, every day, for years and years and years and years and years. And these freaks like Bashar are going to let a six foot two guy, let's just get it down to the basics. They're going to try to destroy the empowerment of women. Uh, brother um, Terry Schilling, fabulous ad. W- why did you do it? Why did you make it? How big a deal is this going to be in Kentuck?
1: Well, Steve, uh, you know, uh, you had me on last Friday uh, where we unveiled the first ad that we were running, and we raised over $1.5 million from that ad, brought in several hundred donations. Um, we wanted to run this ad, though, because Democrats like Andy Bashir in 2019 said that this wasn't happening that men weren't competing against girls, that it wasn't happening in Kentucky. Uh, Well, you can't really claim that when we get Riley Gaines in a campaign ad who's a University of Kentucky graduate uh, and lost a championship to a man. Uh, it's a very powerful ad. It shifts the electorate at about six points in our, our message testing. And uh, we're going to put a lot of that $1.5 million behind it. Our goal is to raise over $2 million for this project. And um, we're going to contact – we're going to make millions and millions of voter contacts. Andy Bashir's branded himself as a moderate. He's been uplifted by the media locally um, as a moderate. So he's getting a lot of support from Republicans. He's well, – he's – like this.
0: He's he, – he's a tra- – hold it. Stop. Full stop. He's a trans – uh, a rights activist correct
1: that's ex- that, that's what we're branding him as how can you how can he claim that he's not a trans rights activist when he's vetoing legislation that would simply keep men out of girls sports right that's not a moderate person that's a radical he vetoed a piece of legislation that would radical. ban sex changes for minors steve like that's not moderate that's radical
0: radical he's an active radical activist and this is, uh, this situation about women's sports is to destroy the empowerment of these magnificent young women that dedicate their lives as kids, as children. Think about the discipline. Think about your own life. The, how, how disciplined were that maybe? I was not. Mo's discipline back when she was a kid was a thousand times more than I was, uh, I was. I was just some goofball kid, you know, running around playing a bunch of different sports, having fun. These people are focused on excellence. On excellence from a very young age, preteen, and focus, and what you're doing is bringing guys in to compete against them. It's an outrage, and he ought to be turfed up. Folks in Kentucky, you got to get on top of things here. You're a great state, amazing patriots. You got Mitch McConnell, you got Brasher, and you got no offense, Tom Massie. Ah, uh, yeah, talking my, my camera's getting screwed up. I don't know why it's doing
1: that. There we go. I think I fixed
0: it. Hey. Terry, we don't need to see your lovely face. Uh, we just need to. See, uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play this spot again. Where do people go to support you? And getting back to this spot,
1: just go. Look, we're trying to raise the last quarter of this budget. Go to lyingandy.com, L Y I N G Andy dot com. Give us some support. It's all going to these ads and text messages and digital campaign. We got to get this message out that he's a radical and uh and unelect this guy. He's a real he's a real SOB.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Great ad. Uh let's bring in Darren Beattie. I don't want to play the cold opens for him. I'll try to get him to the next hour. Matt Gates is about to put put a garland on the grill. We'll go live to that. Uh, we got a big surprise guest in the second hour. Beattie, uh they, they really they, – they, they made you shut up yesterday because the feds really went out and, and got our guy Ray Epps. And the big headline is, you know, the, the election deniers and J6 insurrectionists all got to shut up now because Ray Epps has been charged. Uh, your assessment of that <laughs> fake news, sir?
3: Absolutely. Case closed. I guess we were all wrong all along, you know, after <laughs> – After two, over two and a half years after January 6th, the feds decide kind of perfunctorily to uh, do this bungled, half-assed, wrist-slap, misdemeanor indictment on Ray Epps. And then, you know, it's all over. You know, he can't, there's, there's nothing to see here anymore. I mean, that's literally how the mainstream media is presenting this story, including our favorite janitor, our favorite mop-up man for the regime, Mr. Alan Foyer, uh, who reported on this and said, oh, the fact that Ray Epps was indicted for a misdemeanor charge of disorderly conduct. 2.5 years, over 2.5 years after January 6th, this severely undermines those pesky conspiracy theories pointing to all sorts of bizarre features of Epps's behavior. On the 5th and the 6th. I mean, just for context, this comes at the heels of some severely, severely tough sentencing handed down to Proud Boys like Enrique Tario, who got 22 years, and there's Joe Biggs, who got 17 years. Tario, like Epps, never went into the Capitol. Tario actually wasn't even in present in DC on the 6th. They said Tario was. Uh, a member of a conspiracy. He engaged in seditious conspiracy because he helped to orchestrate the events. The only issue is there's really little evidence Tario did anything of the sort. Whereas with Epps, he literally texted his nephew bragging that he was on the front lines and he quote, unquote, orchestrated it, referring to his role in January 6th. And the classic revolver piece Revolver.news, the several pieces we did on him that feature video certainly confirm Epps' own assessment that indeed he played an orchestrating role. So the question is, why would the feds wait so long to do this wrist slap? It really does seem like it's this bungled attempt to salvage the absolutely destroyed official narrative that they were trying to shove down our throats. But It's too little, too late. They can't salvage the narrative over two and a half years later with a bogus, ridiculous misdemeanor charge.
0: H- hang on one second. We're going to take a short break. we got a lot of ground to cover in the second hour, including Gates' grilling of Merrick Garland. Uh, Natalie's with us. Ben Harnwell's with us. we got a surprise guest. Uh, B's with us. We'll get it all done next hour.
8: We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP.